0: Good morning and welcome to Leading Edge Medicine with Dr. Jerry Mixon and Dr. Samira Umat. Leading Edge Medicine is sponsored by Longevity Medical Clinics and is devoted to helping you feel and function better tomorrow than you do today by providing the newest and most advanced medical care designed to improve both your body and your brain. Leading Edge Medicine will keep you informed regarding the very latest developments in science and medicine while highlighting some of the Northwest's most prominent physicians, all while helping you separate the science from the silly and the facts from the fiction. This is live call-in radio at its very best, giving you the opportunity to participate in the show. Now, here are your hosts for Leading Edge Medicine, Dr. Jerry Mixon and Dr. Samara Umat, along with their co-host, Lynette Morgan.
1: Hi there, and welcome to a live edition of Leading Edge Medicine. We are, in fact, live most of the time. Very rare do we uh, record a show. It's when we're all on vacation or it's a holiday weekend. Or this Christmas Eve, we'll probably yeah, we'll re- do that. Re- record it. New Year's Eve, yeah. you may not want to be in a studio with... Um, you know, although we would have fun doing the we'll show. Yeah, we'll we would have totally fun. have fun. But we are here and love answering your questions. Of course, uh, Dr. Mixon, uh, Dr. Samiri, you Matt have taken a weekend off. We have Dr. Ken Pentland here, and we're going to talk more about uh, something pretty exciting that we're now offering at Longevity Clinics, which, of course, sponsors the show, Leading Edge Medicine. And if you're not a patient, then you need to come in, just like Mary did. That's who Philip was talking about a little bit ago. He said, mm-hmm. Mary comes in. She loves it, loves the program. Find out more and get your health back. Don't you want to be leaner? Stronger, faster, smarter. Sexier and of course, happier. 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 We all have it. smiles on our faces. We want you to be the best that you can be as you're aging and as you're dealing with potential problems, which is why we offer the free health analysis appointment still for you. It's basically a way for you to come in. Let us introduce you to the clinic, do two blood te- or two tests for you, a blood test and an in body test. And this will give the doctor and the. The therapist there, the assistants, uh, information about what you could be at risk for down the road, like... Uh, cancer and dementia, sexual dysfunction, diabetes, heart disease, Alzheimer's, uh, cancers, and so much more. And if you're at risk, wouldn't you want to know before you're in the throes of that? Mm-hmm. Well, of course. Find out what you can do about that. That's why we offer the free health analysis appointment, of course, when you come in and we see some risks. You can also get another blood panel test, which is way less expensive than the $2,000 test my friend took. <laughs> we charge just under $600 for this. But boy, you get all sorts of information on your hormone levels, not just one page of what's going on in your body. Pages and pages. Pages and pages. About, and about pages. 70, 72 yep. pages. Yeah, there you go. You will get a notebook on what your body is, uh, what's doing and uh, what it's not doing and what it could be doing. And that's why the, the doctors at Longevity, you know, they care.
2: Well, and interestingly, we are adding a new test to that. Ooh. Uh, that, that panel, which we're adding one card called a DNA methylation test where we're actually looking at your genetic code Mm -hmm. and see how much damage has been done to your DNA at this point in your life and use that as a marker for how well you're aging. Mm -hmm. So we are doing our standard 70-some pages worth of stuff plus... We are now adding this new DNA test All right, to, to look at your DNA. Can't wait so.
3: to take a look at that.
1: Well, that'll yeah. be so good to know. Yeah. And to know that you can do something about this to hopefully alleviate those symptoms. Get your energy back. Get your health back. And like Dr. Mixon says, leaner, stronger, faster, smarter. And sexier. Oh, yes. Which will make you happier. happier.
2: Yes, we want to get you and in. it doesn't make you happy, it'll make your lover
1: happy. Yes, there so. you go. <laughs> You'll both be happier <laughs> and feel much better. Absolutely. Uh, call for your free health analysis appointment. That's what we call it. 866-86-YOUNG is that number to call. 866 866- 86 Young. You can also go to our website, lmclinic.com and if you haven't, you know, that's a great place to go. You can do it on your computer or relax with your phone. Get some information about the clinic, Dr. Mixon, uh, even some videos there so you can see him talking about different things that we address on the show. So, very important and we invite you to be part of it and, and that's why we're here every single Saturday. The show sponsored by Longevity Medical Clinic. Yeah. All right. Well, this is leading edge medicine. Before we jump into our next call, let's talk about something that Dr. Pentland. This is exciting. This is something that I used to hear. Oh, JLo had her her vitamin V infusion to get more energy for her concert. And I'm like, what? How come she gets to do that? But I can't get more energy with an infusion.
3: You can now.
1: You can, and you can get it at longevity.
3: So it's it's back to school season and more human contact, more uh, oh, yeah. risk for infection and things like that going on. Um, also, more people expending a lot of energy, low energy, increased risk for respiratory illness, things like that. Introducing at Kirkland Clinic now, we have IV vitamin therapy. Nice. Available. Yeah. Uh, It's not available at all clinics yet, but it is available for both patients and non-patients. So uh, energy boost, mental clarity, immune support, if you're just getting over something or you're going on travel. Uh, lots of reasons to get mm. this done and it's a uh, 199 199
1: yep. wow and how long does it take to get an infusion it's, it's about an hour appointment
3: okay not an injection
1: it's an infusion what's That's the right. difference
3: well so an injection you just get like a, a shot in the arm okay right but an infusion it's an hour it's like a 45 minute drip
1: okay goes Oh, right... so they hang a bag yep
3: they hang okay. a bag and it's a it goes right into the bloodstream so it's a really good absorption compared to just taking a pill
1: all right how soon will you see a difference uh, usually about level. 30 minutes. Oh, wow. So driving <laughs> home, you should feel good. Forget that afternoon coffee. All right. An IV vitamin therapy. And you can ask for that uh, if you're a patient at Longevity, correct?
3: Even non-patients.
1: <gasps> Even non-patients. We're offering that to everybody that wants it. That's good to know. So well, that might be a good way for you to come in and just kind of meet our staff and get to know the folks at Longevity. Yep. We'll find do a, out quick, where we are. Uh,
3: a quick questionnaire, see mm-hmm. you know what's going on with you, and then we'll uh, sign the paperwork and get you set up.
1: There you go. All right. Ask for the IV vitamin therapy. And Dr. Pentland knows all about that. (laughs) All right. Let's go back to the phones. And let's see here. We have another caller. This time we are headed uh, to Yelm. Ray has a question for us. Good morning, Ray. Thank you for holding. Hello, Ray. Hi.
4: Hi, hi. Hi, Dr. Hi, How are you doing? Um, The question was, I had asked uh, a couple weeks ago uh, to the We'll have her answer. About the collagen thing? About the grass fed bovine stuff that you that they make now. Uh-huh. Um, we talked about collagen one day. You said there's shark collagen and things like that and Right. Uh, the bone Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah.
0: We I, can't we, and we, what were you fine, wanting to know about what, that What What right? is the question? Yeah.
4: Oh, did you look into it? You, I would asked oh, yes. him whether you had mentioned everything except bovine and grass-fed and pasture-grown. Yes. And
2: the only things that I have been able t- to find in the literature is that if you're getting uh, collagen isolates from the grass-fed cattle, etc., um, you're not getting the hormones, you're not getting the, the extraneous sorts of stuff that go to the standard feedlot cattle. You know, cattle yeah, is, is, of, is yeah. They they shoot them up with a whole lot of hormones and so on to get them to grow fast, because every day the farmer is feeding them, that's money out of his profit.
4: <laughs> okay,
2: so the idea yeah, is to get them.
4: They yeah, yeah, they, they throw well, all kinds of stuff like cherry and broccoli and maca and green tea and strawberry and uh, a and all kinds of other stuff in it too. Anyway. Yeah, um, and then also, Doc, um, I this this thing with the coronavirus. A couple of people right near where I live, they are all over sixty-five, and I'm seventy by right now. And uh, they are—they uh, they start one threw up, his, his girlfriend threw up, and then the next day he caught something, and they both had irritable bowels, incredible cramps, and diarrhea. And uh, I went immediately and had myself checked out for the. I took a test, the corona test, and I was negative. But still, I've got this laziness about my body and my forgetfulness. I still have also a a post-nasal drip from the original corona I got back in 2000, back before they were even talking about it. And uh, Mm -hmm. so my gym coach says, uh, well, just stay away for a few more days because it could take a week or two, I would think, if I caught it to, to develop I take so many supplements
2: anyway. Well, you know, coronavirus, usually it's three to six days for incubation period. So most of the time, if you get exposed, you know, within within the first week, you will get your symptoms if you're going to get them. Um, okay. But the question well, is, is negative, this
4: and I've been around people, I've been to sure. different meetings, I've been to the gym, so it, AA, and, you know, all kinds of stuff. Yeah.
2: Sure. But it may not be, you know, it may not be coronavirus. I mean, there are okay. millions okay. No, of no, viruses no. in this world and, you know, some of them like our guts and some of them like our respiratory trees, some of them like our you skin, know, a man. few of them like our brains. And so, you know, you may well have contracted a viral illness that is something other
4: than COVID. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, well, so I've been, you know, I was taking prazosin for a while for my prostate, and then it, made, you know, made me so lightheaded at the gym I was passing out. You talk about a some female hormone that. You guys would use instead of processing and stuff like that for prostate something that shrunk the prostate a woman's supplement of something.
2: Well, it's, yeah, it's not really a woman's, it, but it is one that many Thank people you. think of as one. It's called progesterone, and progesterone. young men yeah. young men have high progesterone levels, um, you know. And right. so, yeah. as as we age, like all of the other steroid hormones in our body, our progesterone levels drop and drop and drop. And as our progesterone levels get low, those alpha estrogen receptors in the prostate start to immortalize the cells and make them live longer and longer and longer. So the prostate gets bigger and bigger and bigger. The progesterone helps to, to prevent that further enlargement. It doesn't make it shrink. Or at least I don't have any data that says it shrinks. But the idea is to stop it from continuing to get bigger. And that's why I put most of my men on progesterone.
4: Yeah, I thought so. And I talked to my, my guy. He said, well, I can test it for I said, well, can you give it to me? He said, well, I think i got to get into your place, for sure. I mean, I've been taking the supplements for six years already and <laughs> what I can get. And I haven't seen Dr. What was it, Todd Killaboo? I think it was his name. Is his uh-huh. in Tacoma. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, Todd, okay. Todd. Todd bought a
2: farm in Virginia, so he and his wife oh. moved to Virginia, and they're they're farming out there and having a wonderful life.
1: There you go. Yeah, it's kind of scary when we say he bought the farm. He's still alive. He's just uh-huh. enjoying his life in Virginia. Oh, that's, that's
2: right.
4: good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that he played guitar. I play guitar. Also, I have his sister my risk, and they they aspirated once, and that VA is a horrible right now. I couldn't get anyone. Four referrals, and they never wrote them down. And she yeah. was asking me all the things I was doing for myself. You know. <laughs> anyway, um, there, there was another question. God darn it.
1: Was it about I, your I, cyst on your wrist?
4: Oh, no. Nah, I got a I got a, a hand surgeon that'll aspirate it at the VA, but I got to wait. I don't know how long. But it started up again. Um, I've had... Uh, God, Lord, what is it? I had so many questions. I got to get into your place. That's all there is to it. Um, there you go.
2: Come on in. Become a patient. Let us help you.
4: Well, you know, I've been—I just got an automobile. I've been on that bicycle fourteen years and going across it. So, mm-hmm. my God, what else? We want to keep
1: you on that bicycle. <laughs>
4: That's right. No, you want me back in a car so I can get to your to your office. <laughs> yes, all
3: we right. do. All right. All right. Yes, you we can do. ask all no the questions car, you want. Yeah,
4: I got one more, and what was it? Oh, I did get the shot for the, uh, the shingles, because I had shingles, uh-huh. and uh, mm. it did hurt. It hurt me for a long time, because my yeah. shoulders were all torn up, the ligaments, and bursa, and rotator cup, and all that nonsense. I figured if I can, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. So, anyway, God willing, I'll see you soon. Someone. That's All right. right. Another okay. Yeah. Take care, my friend.
1: You keep going, Ray. <laughs> awesome. All right. You're listening to Leading Edge Medicine. We're taking your calls, and we have Leroy next, calling in from Tacoma. Hi, Leroy. Hi. Uh, happy birthday to you. <laughs> <Your> <laughs> Congratulations, right. doctor. Well, happy birthday, Dr. Ooh. Mixon. Right. On Monday,
2: uh, I was talking to my wife the other day about that, and, and you know, she—I'm still making plans for the next thirty years. Good. So I have, you know, this—this this is just a—it's a milestone, but it is one of many yet to come. So there you go. Let's just keep you on ki- it. keeping on. Hmm. So, all right. Well, I'm, How can I help you, sir? I'm I'm 78.
5: I had an EKG on 1220. The doctor said it was gorgeous. I was in for my, uh, what do you call her, wellness check Monday. I did an EKG, and I've got LBBB.
2: Okay, so left bundle branch a, block. Yeah.
5: Yeah, I've had, I had a stress test. I had an echo uh, yesterday, and I'm going to be on a monitor on Tuesday.
2: Mm-hmm. So what?
5: Well, I fly airplanes. <clears throat>
2: Okay, well, um, I don't know if that's going to impact your license or not. So, whenever, <laughs> enjoy your flying at least until your next physical. Um, <laughs> yeah, left bundle branch block. Is, for the, those of you who don't know, um, the the left ventricle is the big main pumping chamber to the heart. And it's what pumps that blood out through the aorta and spreads it to every tissue in your body. The, the left bundle branch is the, the electrical conduction system that makes that ventricle contract in a nice organized manner. And what's happened here is the microcirculation, the tiny, tiny arterioles that carry the blood supply in single file. I mean, these vessels are so tiny; the red blood cells go through in single file. <laughs> they don't go through in, a, in like a wow. pipe. And those tiny, tiny vessels, of course, okay. clot off real easy. And so he's lost enough of that microcirculation that the the electrical impulses in that in that bundle are now being blocked, okay. and so it is spreading across his heart. In a, in a diffuse manner instead of going like a, a super highway of nerve fiber. Um, and that gives him less efficiency in his blood pumping. And so it's, it's not a crisis. It doesn't mean you're going to topple over. Many people live 20, 30 years with bundle branch blocks, but it tells us that the microcirculation in your body is starting to go bad and we need to do everything we can to make it better. And so, if you are not, if you are a patient at longevity, tell your doctor about it and say, hey, I want to be really aggressive with my program. I want to do everything I can do. And if you're not a patient at longevity, get your butt in there and become one.
1: There you go.
5: Well, I, I was uh, told that, I don't know, whoever the technician was doing the echo says, well, well it's old, it wore out. But he said I had three and, and, and I, he said if, if it went, if I lost the right one, I would just, my heartbeat would slow, but I'm not mm-hmm. going to tip over and die. So whatever, I will see what the cardiologist says on uh, September 8th after we okay. do the uh, monitor. All right, take care. Uh,
2: Bye-bye, sir.
1: All right. Oh, thank you for your call, Leroy. We are going to take a quick break, and we will be back with more of your questions. Ron and Rob, you're next. Stay right there. This is Leading Edge Medicine.
0: Leading Edge Medicine. Leading Edge Medicine. Listen to past programs by going to lmclinic.com. Call in now at 1-800-465-8770. That's 1-800-465-8770.
6: No matter your age, if you are looking to decrease your dependence on glasses at both distance and near, I suggest you go with experience. Pete Talbot here again for Dr. Michael Gilbert at Northwest Vision Institute in Bellevue and Kirkland. He's not just my ophthalmologist and my wives, my sons, my friends, and all my neighbors, but he was just recently voted Best LASIK in 425 Magazine and has been voted Best Doc in Seattle Magazine many, many times. So whether it's LASIK or RLE or advanced cataract surgery, Northwest Vision Institute will find the best option for you. So if you're over 40 or 50 and haven't had an eye exam for a year or more, here's something you simply won't get anywhere else. An advanced ocular exam. Not that simple eye exam everyone else does. So to schedule your advanced ocular exam, go online at nwvision.com or call 425-450-2020. 425 450 2020. This is
2: Dr. Jerry Mixon. If you want to stay healthier longer, well, I'm the guy to help you with that goal. If you want to stay out of a nursing home without becoming a burden on your loved ones, Rajiv Nagayich is the one you need. No one can help you plan your future as well as Rajiv. And this is because he's done the original research on the subject and developed a solution no one else has except his patients. Trust me, he's different. He's helped me with my long term financial planning and I've helped him with his long term health plans. You really should check him out. He's still Bill does seminars, and they're free. Invest an hour with him and walk away with a lifetime of peace of mind. There are three seminars scheduled for September. Register at lifepointlaw.com. That's lifepointlaw.com. Register today.
6: Don't tear my heart, my aching, breaking heart. I just don't think you'd understand. And if you tear my heart. My achy, breaky heart, this he he my my
1: man. Ooh. <laughs> Some Billy Ray Cyrus. That's right. Still love that song. Oh, achy, breaky heart. But we don't want you to have an achy, breaky heart. No. no.
2: Which is why. We? we have most of our men on Tadalafil, mm-hmm. testosterone, right? Yes. And... Uh, Taurine, you were mentioning. Taurine, and now many of them on rapamycin. Okay. You know, and All things I'll good for like your heart. Acid. All those things we yeah, want to do makes. to dilate that microcirculation and keep things like bundle branch blocks from happening.
1: Okay, that LBBB yeah. that he was talking you about. That,
2: I mean, the technician told this guy, well, you know, it's just old, it's wearing out. Yeah, but that's uh, how it's wearing out. Yes. It's, you know, you're you're losing your microcirculation and you're getting blood poor blood supply to that nerve-conducting fiber. And I wouldn't be shocked if the same guy is probably getting some altered sensation in his toes and so on. Because, you know, those are those long nerves that go all the way from the spine down to the feet. Okay. We need
1: to keep that from happening. That's why we want you to come into longevity, because if you go to your doctor and say, could you write me a prescription for this, 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 and this? He'll say no. He'll go, no, no. (laughs) That's why you need to come into longevity. Uh, Don't just take it as a you're getting old or sorry or "Mm -mm." that's the way it is. That's That's the way it is. Just normal for your age. Well, no, that sucks. Yeah. And we want to do something about it. So get in to Longevity, the number to call, 866-86-YOUNG. That's 866-86-YOUNG. All right, more phone calls on the way. We have Ron calling in from Tukwila. Hi, Ron. Hello, Ron.
4: Hi, good morning, guys. Uh, how can we help? Good morning. i yeah. Can you hear me? Yes, we're hearing you fine. I'm Can you tell us how much? You take and how often you take it?
2: <laughs>
4: uh, yeah,
2: I can, but the question is, will I? Let's see. I Let's keep... right.
3: We no. don't want you to. Go. Samira was here. What'd say? Yes,
1: we don't want you to go find somebody to, right. to
2: get a dose of this. You, okay. You, no. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, if you find somebody that that's good with it, uh-huh. Rapamycin is an interesting drug because nobody knows what the ideal dro- dose is. <laughs> that's oh, the problem. Okay. Um, Rapamycin is a drug that has extended the lifespan on every animal we have ever tried it on from worms to fruit flies, to mice, to rats, to dogs, to monkeys. to Now we think people, the problem is people live so darn long, but we now know that people that are on rapamycin for their uh, organ transplants, for instance, and we've had people now on rapamycin for those five, six years, so we're getting data on thousands of people. They're living longer. They have much lower incidence of cancer. They get a lower risk of heart disease, you get a lower risk of dementia, um, and it, it looks like it's extending human lifespan too. The question is, what is the ideal dose? Mm. And we're guessing, we're guessing because it's going to take us another 20, 30 years to sort that out as we watch people trying different doses. Um, I know people taking as little as four milligrams a week, once a week. Mm -hmm. I know people taking 12 and 15 milligrams once a week. Uh, And once a week seems to be the most common dosing regimen. So, you know, um, in the animal studies, what we have found is How long they live is a direct function of how high the dose they take. The higher the dose, the longer they live. So if you put them down on a modest dose, you'll get a 15% increase. If you get a higher dose, you'll get a 20% increase. If you hit them with what we now think of as really high dose, you'll get a 25% increase in lifespan. Well, that's pretty darn good. Uh, You know, if you figure the average person lives to be nearly 80... And you get 25% beyond, you know, 20% beyond that. That's another 16 years. (laughs) That would get you up to 96. We'll take it. Um, you know, so, but what is the upper limit? Mm -hmm. And we don't really know. So we, we make guesstimates. Um, and interestingly, we, we are using rapamycin differently than we do any other drug. If every other drug we take, (laughs) Whatever dose we need to to treat the symptom or the problem. If you're given an antibiotic, you want to take enough to kill the bacteria. If you're taking an anti-cancer drug, you want to take enough to kill the cancer. If you're taking a drug for your blood pressure, you want to take enough to lower your blood pressure. And then we accept whatever side effects we need to that go along with accomplishing what we want, right? So if you if we lower your blood pressure... And the result is you get a little dizzy when you stand up once a week or you pee more often or you have some minor headache. We accept that because we say, well, it's it's worth it to lower the blood pressure Mm -hmm. with rapamycin. Most of the people taking the doses are taking the highest dose they can get away with and have no side effects. But that's different. They're not shooting to get a particular effect. They're shooting to get no side effects. Mm-hmm. And at some point, the side effects may be worth the benefit to ratchet the dose up. Oh, okay. okay. And so we're still feeling our way. This is such a new drug that uh, we, we, we don't have hard and fast. We've, we develop protocols to say this is where we're starting people. This is where we're treating them. But there's flexibility among the doctors. You know, we, we know where we want to start, and we don't know where we're going to end up. And the reason I said that is that some weeks I push my dose fairly high by current standards. Some weeks I'm taking 6 milligrams a week. There are rare weeks that I'll go ahead and kick it up to 10 or 12 milligrams, twice that. Uh, there was a dog study... Uh, that Dr. Uh, Kaperlin did over at University of Washington. He did a a 10-week dog study. He gave these old dogs uh, really a high dose that if you translated it to a human, my size, would have been 27 milligrams, 28 milligrams a week. Wow. For those dogs. That's a lot. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. That's way more wow. than the average person is, is taking because most people are taking about five milligrams a week. Mm. Okay. Um, and I do typically six, but occasionally I'll jump it in even higher. In 10 weeks, though, those dogs, those old dogs, they did echocardiograms on the dogs before they started and after they at the end of 10 weeks. In only 10 weeks, they remodeled the hearts on those dogs so that those old dogs were pumping blood more efficiently wow. from those old hearts in just ten weeks. Oh. But that was on a super high dose, twenty-eight okay. milligrams a week that would have been for a human.
3: Did the dogs Bicep. get mouth sores?
1: No. Yes. <laughs> and I was wondering, did they yeah. learn new tricks? Well
2: they did. And they, yeah. they played with their I masters more, they their did. appetites increased, they you know, oh. they, they did great. In humans, the side effects that we we know about are um, there is an increased risk of of mouth sores. You get these little raw spots in your mouth because that mucous membrane doesn't heal as well and then turn over as quickly. And blood sugar tends to rise and cholesterol tends to rise. So the question is, how high are you willing to let your blood sugar go and how high are you willing to take your cholesterol to push your your dose up? Um and, you know, that that's something that requires someone following these parameters. We need to be following your blood work kind of closely so that we can adjust your dose based on how you're doing. Uh, I found that I I tried to work my way up to the doses the dogs were taking. I didn't get that high. OK, <laughs> I, I got my dose up to about 18 milligrams for a couple of weeks. But at 18 milligrams a week, I felt wonderful. I almost euphoric. I felt so good. I mean, I just woke up in the morning and wanted to sing, but, and if you've heard me sing, that's pretty dramatic because I've got a, I got about a three note range beyond that. It's pretty pathetic. Oh boy. But, um, but my sugar was rising and my cholesterol was rising. So I damped my dose back down. So now most weeks I'm at about six milligrams. But then when I get my blood tests and I see that my sugar and cholesterol are in a pretty decent range, I may push it high for a week or two and get it up to 8, 10, 12 for a week or two. And then I back it back down because I'm trying to push to get my lowest risk of cancer, my lowest risk of dementia, my lowest risk of, of aging. It's thicken up my bones to make me pee like a young man. I get a lot of really good effects. Mm. But I don't want that sugar and cholesterol to be too high. Right. And I've never had trouble with the so-called mouth sores. Okay. I've never seen that in me, at least. Does that answer your question?
4: I appreciate it very much. I have a very quick story for you. In dental school, first year, gross anatomy, we four dental students per cadaver. And we started reading the book and making the incisions and nothing was where it was supposed to be. And we called the instructor (laughs) over and he said, "You, you four gentlemen, put your scalpels down, back away from the table. And he wheeled that cadaver off into his lab because mm-hmm. it had sinus inversus disorder. <laughs> oh, no.
1: <Interesting. laughs>
3: There's another one. Day,
1: yes. That's probably yeah. a test, and <laughs> you passed. And my cadaver, we nicknamed him
2: Popeye because he had big anchors tattooed on his shoulders.
1: Oh, so. boy. Oh, <laughs> thank right. you for your call, Ron. The music means we take a break and we will be back. We're going to talk with Rob and also we're going to talk with Dr. Pentland about GI health. So important. We've been getting a lot of stomach issue questions today and gastroenter big word day. So we're going to talk to Dr. Pentland about that next. And Rob, we're going to get to your call as well. Stay tuned. This is Leading Edge Medicine. We'll be back.
0: Leading edge medicine. Leading edge medicine. Don't believe the lie that you have to fall apart at the normal rate. And see what your options really are at lmclinic.com. lmclinic.com. Stay tuned for more of the show.
1: Excellent pricing and Excellent customer service. And now, due to our new management oversight and relationship, Longevity Development and Paramount are actually working together to better serve our patients. A team approach to better healthcare. It truly can make a difference. And now, to celebrate and to convince you that we truly feel we can better serve your health needs while saving you money, Paramount has agreed to make an offer to all new patients willing to give Paramount a try. On your first prescription only, Paramount is offering you a 90-day supply for their 30-day cost. That's right, a 90-day prescription for the 30-day cost. All you need to do is call Paramount at 425-251-1660. It's as simple as that. Call 425 425- 251-1660.
6: Now the race is on, and here comes pride in the backstretch. Heartache going to the inside.
1: My
4: tears are holding back there, and I'm trying not to fall. My heart's out of the running, to love scratch for another save. The race is on, and it looks like heartache, and the winner loses all.
1: And good morning, Leading Edge Medicine. My name is Lynette here with the most wonderful doctors, Dr. Jerry Mixon in the studio and Dr. Ken Pentland as well. Rob, we're going to get to your call in just a moment. We may have some good information for you, though. So listen to this. Dr. Pentland, since we have you in the studio and you are our gut guy, all things gut and GI health, you had some very important things that we needed to address today. Let's, Let's jump into this first. For well, just a few minutes.
3: Yeah, I really wanted to talk about this because, uh, uh, you know, in my experience in the GI field, it showed me that people take GI health for granted and they'll greatly overlook their symptoms as long as they can get away with taking a Tums or a modium or a laxative uh. or gas Gasex. And, you know, I really became interested in GI health when I began studying traditional Chinese medicine and acupuncture. They, they revered digestive health as the root of overall health. In Chinese medicine, you know, they they talk about the qi, the movement of energy in the body. And all the old texts say, there's a saying that says the five viscera and the six bowels are endowed with qi from the stomach. And if the stomach qi is great, the five viscera will receive great benefit. And so it's, it's hugely important for overall health. In general, everyone should have, everyone's a little different, but in general, folks should be having one to three bowel movements a day. Uh, a day. They, they wow. They should be well formed. Okay. They should not be like pebbly. They should be easy to pass without pain or urgency. Okay. It should be light to dark, medium brown, and there should be no uncomfortable gas or bloating. But that's not usually the reality for a lot of people.
1: Wow. Okay. So, what is normal? You're going to talk about that?
3: that that's pretty. It should be one to three per day, you know, okay. and, and, and more, much more comfortable and easy to pass and everything like that. But. Well, the colon, you know, it's three to five feet long, and its job is to absorb the remaining water and nutrients from the material passing through the colon. You know, two to five, uh, two 2.5 gallons of water pass through the colon every day. Whoa.
1: Uh, <laughs> I don't drink that much water.
3: But the, it's, it's in the food, it's ah. in the tissues, and it gets filtered through the colon and recirculated.
1: Okay.
3: The problem is uh, when the material sits in the colon too long, and you can tell because, you know, the stool be- will become more pebbly looking. Mm. Another thing that passes through the colon is bile acid from the liver and all sorts of waste materials dissolved in there. The liver's trying to eliminate that from the body. But the longer that waste sits in the colon, the more concentrated that bile becomes and it starts to irritate the lining of the colon and you get inflammation.
1: And is that a tummy ache, a cramp?
3: No, it's it's. You may not even notice it. Really? Yeah. It's, okay. It's just going on uh, in the colon. Um, not a good thing. Not a good thing. Okay. Um, and it, it just may be that you haven't had a bowel movement in a day or so. The liver is a big blood filter. Uh, portal venous system takes uh, blood from the intestines, where the nutrients and toxins are absorbed takes them to the liver to be cleaned up. And after the blood is detoxified, it goes the liver controls the release of those nutrients out into the systemic blood flow. The liver's detoxification occurs in many steps. One of them is called glucuronidation.
1: Whoa. And I, I,
3: I'm talking about this because I'm leading to stool testing. Okay. And, and glucuronidation is part of, a, a, well, the enzyme that controls that is what we're talking about. It's it's it. The glucuronidation step. Its job is to slap a glucuronide molecule onto certain toxins, carcinogens, hormones, uh, use drugs that go through the system and make them inactive, so they can be safely transported in the bile out through the intestines. But if all goes according to plan, the body will be rid of those harmful substances. However, okay. there are certain certain types of bacteria, good and bad that make this enzyme that depackages those toxins. And Mm. now there's harmful substances running around in the colon. If that happens, you know, they're free and floating around. And the longer the stool sits in the colon, the more likely that is to happen. Now, the the name of that enzyme is called beta-glucuronidase. And if there's an overgrowth of these bacteria, these beta-glucuronidase-producing bacteria like E. coli, for example, then the levels of beta-glucuronidase will rise. High levels of that are associated with increased toxicity in the colon, increased mm. inflammation, intestinal lining damage, uh, and colon, and even breast cancer. Wow. Okay. And this is something that people don't pay much attention
1: no, to. No, and if you're not having symptoms or pain, you may not know this I is happening. even
3: Right. Okay. But it, it could be going on for a long time, and people just kind of ignoring it. Ooh. So I really wanted to talk about that. You know, high beta-glucuronidase levels are associated with high-fat, high-sugar diets, low-fiber diets, a lot of processed food, uh, frequent alcohol consumption, smoking, and poor hydration habits. Any of my patients out there will know that I'm always talking to them about water. Yeah. How much should we drink? Ideally, I always encourage patients to try to get half their body weight in ounces of water per day. It sounds like a lot. So if you weigh 100 pounds, that'd be 50 ounces. And it is a lot, but uh, even if you get a third, you're still doing better than most people.
1: Okay. That's very important. That's an easy little math. Okay.
3: So um, another important gauge for general GI health besides uh, one to three bowel movements a day is... um, transit time how long it takes for food between the time you swallow it to the time it exits the body oh yeah (laughs) on average americans have way longer transit time than is healthy when your system is working well transit time should be 12 to 24 hours but often people that are not even having significant gi symptoms will have transit times between 48 to 96 (gasps) hours
1: Whoa, so dinner on Sunday night could not exit until Wednesday or Thursday? And
3: it's just sitting there.
1: And it's just sitting, causing issues that right. you may not even be aware of. Right.
3: Okay. So there's an wow. easy way to test your transit time. If okay. you have less than 12 hours, it means you may not be absorbing nutrients properly. If it's longer than 24 hours, it waste material may be starting to irritate the colon and reabsorbing those toxins back into your system, increasing your risk for chronic disease, right? Mm. So okay. the method to test is to take about five grams of activated charcoal. You can get that at the supplement store in capsules. Uh, with Take it with 12 ounces of water or more because it can be a little constipating. And write down the date and time you took Same. it. Watch for dark gray or black stool and uh, calculate the number of hours it took to pass. Wow, Alternatively, okay. you could do that with, um, you know, Uh, three or four whole beets. (laughs) Oh, okay. Red beets will will show up as well.
1: So you can mush them all up and uh, have some beet soup or just... Yeah. And it's probably not going to be black stool no, you're that, looking for. that would for be red. <laughs> a little prettier, but yeah. not alarming. Okay.
3: If, if you forget you ate the beets, you it could, could get scare scared. could scare you. Yeah. Yes.
1: Okay. Maybe stick with the charcoal. Okay. Well,
3: that's good to know. So now, if your regularity is not optimal and you have some GI symptoms that are persistent, recurring acid reflux, gas and bloating, mm-hmm. things like that, consider coming in talking about getting a comprehensive stool analysis because we'll optimize your GI health and look for that elevated beta-glucuronidase.
1: Okay, can you say that big word again?
3: <laughs> Beta-glucuronidase is just that enzyme that we watch for if it's elevated can lead to <clears throat> increased risk. And that's of the cancer. thing we don't want. That's what we Well, it is necessary, but it- if it's too high it's a problem.
1: Okay. Yeah. Wow. All right, that's something good to know. Sometimes we just assume that last night's dinner was this morning, and that may not be necessary, necessarily the case. Thank okay. you, Doc. You are the gut guy. <laughs> <laughs> Got a gut question. This is the day to call in because Dr. Pentland is here. And, of course, you can see him. He is one of the doctors at our Longevity Medical Clinic. You are mainly in the Kirkland area, right? right. The, right. the Kirkland Clinic. All right. Dr. Pentland or Dr. Ken is who you want to ask for. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we have our next caller is... Going in for an endoscopy or wanting to have some questions, you may be the guy to answer this. We're going to talk to Rob in the Tri Cities. Hi, Rob.
7: Good morning. Um, Good morning. Happy Saturday to everybody.
1: Yes. You. Can you hear me? Okay. We
7: sure. are doing yeah. Um I have suffered from heartburn for decades, and it, uh, I blame my mother because she always was taking Tums and had horrible heartburn. My three kids have uh, terrible heartburn. So uh, anyway, I, I went in last year for my first endoscopy, and it showed a very large hiatal hernia mm-hmm. along with, I believe it was grade four inflammation or stage four inflammation. There was no no cancerous cells in the biopsy. Um, however, that was concerning enough that my uh, provider wants me to go in for another one here on September 7th. Uh, to check to see uh, if the inflammation has gone down. I've been on a Meprazole initially at 20 milligrams, now at 40 milligrams, and this has been long term, and I know it's not a long term drug. So I'm wondering uh, what the pros and cons are for fixing that hernia or changing diet or both to, to get rid of this heartburn once and for all and, you know, kind of get a normal life back here for not having to take that. Decision. How old are you? 69.
2: What do you weigh?
7: Uh, 145.
2: Okay, so you're skinny. Good. Um, all right, then in that situation, I'd say talk to a, a uh, laparoscopist, someone that can do the GI surgery through a laparoscope and almost certainly get it fixed. Uh, long-term GI reflux. Sets you up for gastro for esophageal cancers. Mm.
3: Uh,
2: that acid and digestive enzymes running up the esophagus where they're not supposed to be, uh, really can trigger mutation and malignancies in the cells. So, uh, I'd want to get that fixed as early as I reasonably could. Used to be, this it was called a Nissen plication. It was a big Difficult surgery. They had to open up the chest and abdomen both and work from both sides. Now they mostly do the surgery just through a little laparoscope with a couple of little puncture wounds on your belly. Uh, They pull the stomach back down into the abdomen and uh, either put in just a couple of looping uh, stitches or staples across that, uh, that hernia, across that defect, and close it up. So that uh, things can't run, you know, back up. They only come down. Hmm. Uh, okay. So it's not that difficult a procedure to do. Uh, there are guys that are really, really good at it. Uh, it's a much smaller procedure now with the modern laparoscopy approaches. So I'd say the the odds are, if you've got that chronic problem, fix it.
3: Okay. Yeah, so I would I would back. agree with that. Yeah, I definitely want to get that fixed so you yeah. avoid the malignancies.
2: Yeah. Because you know, esophageal cancer is a killer. That is. So you don't yeah,
7: don't I want know. to get that. About many years ago, um, so a question that came up in, in my research anywhere is that uh, anyway that the the surgery of the, the fix could last anywhere from two years to ten years. Is that correct, or is that changed now?
2: It's pretty much changed now. Most of the most of the guys I know are getting long term results, but you know you need to talk to the surgeon to see what his personal results are. You know, okay. <clears throat> one of the one of the things I wish we had a way to evaluate physicians better than we do. You know, that one of my sad quasi jokes is that you know if you're the last if you're the bottom of your class in Annapolis, they call you the anchor. If you're the last man in your class at uh, at West Point, they call you the GOAT. And if you're the last man in your class in medical school, they call you doctor, just like the first guy in your mm. class. And, uh, you know, most, most surgeons are pretty darn good. A few are awful. And a few are geniuses. <laughs> and... I'm picky. I want the absolute best guy working on me. The problem is, who is that? Yeah. And how do we really know? And there's there's very little in the way of objective uh, uh, testing. Even even board certification tells you you put in the extra years to to do the residency, but it doesn't say you know how good your innate skills are. Uh, so. What you really want to do is to get that particular surgeon's long-term results. You know, when you, the last, the, the people you did 10 years ago, have they had to come back and get it redone or not? Mm. In the olden days, that would have been a big whoop. In modern with laparoscopy, it would not bother me as much having to re, do a to redo.
1: Sounds like he would get a lot of relief if he did that surgery.
2: If Yeah. yeah. When, when this surgery is done well, they get wonderful relief. Okay. Yeah.
7: Excellent. Well, I'll, I'll give that a shot and I'll ask the, ask the questions. Uh, thanks for the information. And uh, one quick thing. You had a, a patient call in a while back about sciatica. Yeah. Um, and when I was uh, working out with a, a trainer that, that knew his stuff, he did something called nerve flossing. So mm-hmm. you would lay on your back, uh, put your arms straight up, perpendicular to the floor, and then you would raise your right leg while simultaneously lowering your right arm, and then you would reverse that procedure. And he said that would kind of help loosen up those nerves from your fingertips down to your toes, and then you'd do it on the left side as well. And, you know, because he said they kind of get stuck sometimes in those little spots mm-hmm. you were talking about, and that mm-hmm. might help your patient But he's still listening.
2: Okay. All right. Well, I have no experience with that technique, but, hell, if it works, it
1: certainly sounds
2: innocuous. It's not going to do any harm, and it might help.
1: Maybe do it to music. Could be a cool dance. That's true. Nerve floss. That's right. Er, er,
2: flossing. All right.
1: Yes. Thank you, Rob, for that. Okay. You know what? We have time for one or two more calls and nobody on the line. If you have a question, we would love to talk with you. Now is the time to call at 800-465-8770. A few minutes left with Dr. Pentland and Dr. Mixon. So if you have a question, you've been waiting. Now's the time. 800-465-8770. We'll be right back.
0: leading edge medicine leading edge medicine for the first time in history you can choose how to age call now with your questions at 1-800-465-8770 that's 1-800-465-8770
3: If you have chronic pain and are considering stem cell therapy, consider the only doctor with over 30 years of experience with pain medicine techniques, including stem cell therapy. And that's Dr. Daniel Nelson, MD, with Eastside Pain and Regenerative Medicine. Here's what a satisfied patient had to
5: say. I would say Dr. Nelson is a great guy. He's very personable, makes you feel very comfortable, as does the staff. Everything went well. I had the stem cell injections, and within a month... I really had a change in my knee. It was uh, unbelievable to me, honestly. I thought there'd be more pain involved with the procedure, and there was hardly any. Uh, It was amazing, and I've told a lot of people about it. After having it for two years now, it worked tremendously. Glad I did it. You should consider stem
3: cell therapy, but call a medical doctor with experience. Dr. Daniel Nelson, MD. 425-823-4000. That's 425-823-4000 or danielnelsonmd.com.
1: Welcome back. It's leading edge medicine. We do have a caller. We're going to get to in just a moment. But uh, Dr. Pentland, you know, our last caller was talking about the heartburn and what possibilities that could be. Um, is like you know, he mentioned his mom had was always popping tums. His mm-hmm. kids have the issue. Is that yeah. could that be a hereditary thing? If it is a hiatal hernia,
3: what well, seems like there may be something structural there uh, that may be hereditary or okay. some other kind of physiological hereditary. Um, Aspect to it. But if it, if there isn't a hiatal hernia and people are, you know, having those having symptoms, issues. then, you know, there are some things you can do to support digestion, um, reduce or close that lower esophageal sphincter if it's too relaxed mm. and also protect the esophageal lining. You want to help with certain things that can provide like a mucilage layer to reduce the, you know, acid effect on the esophageal tissue. Things like deglycerizing a licorice, mars- marshmallow root, they provide a little bit of... Marshmallows and licorice? Is that oh, what yeah. I heard you say? Oh, mar- not, not the kind <laughs> in the hot chocolate. These oh, okay. Are, these, this is a, actually, marsh as in swamp and mellow as in plant. Okay. They, it, the root of those uh, actually resemble the marshmallows that you put in hot chocolate and so okay. that's where that name came from. Not but- the
1: same thing though. Okay.
3: <laughs> but they provide this mucilage layer that actually coats the esophageal lining. If you take it orally, uh, in term, in instead of a capsule form, you can like mix it in some water, and that that might help. Uh, it's it's not a replacement for Prilosec, but uh, if if you need if you still have the burning, that's still mm. you know that still may be necessary. But that that is one thing that you might be able to do.
1: All right, we do have a couple callers. Let's get to them. Susan from Bellevue, uh, Bellevue fast on the phone. Good morning. What can we do for you, Hello, Susan? Susan? Hi. <laughs>
8: Two questions. One is probably more important than the other, but I'll, the first one is um, I have neuropathy in my feet from chemo years ago, and I'm mm-hmm. getting a laser treatment for it. Almost done. It hasn't helped any other ideas.
2: Yeah, I, you know, I've i known a lot of guys doing the laser treatments. I haven't been overly impressed with them. Um, yeah. So, well, uh, there are some things you can try. Uh, oh, I've got to, One qualification I need to oh.
8: mention, um, I have kidney issues, kidney, um, oh, I can't remember the name of it, but anyway, I can't take any uh, drugs or supplements that might be hard on kidney.
2: Okay. So okay. what we're looking for are things that will improve the microcirculation in the In the feet, anyway. Let me ask you a couple of questions Mm -hmm. about your. Is it worse when you wake up in the morning and first get up, or does it Mm -hmm. get better during the day? Does it get worse during the day? What happens from from morning till evening with your symptoms? Yeah,
8: it's worse as I'm on my feet throughout
2: the day. All right. So you get some relief when you first wake up in the morning, and then as the day goes on and you're busy doing things, it gets worse and worse. Is that that, that's accurate? Okay. So that's kind of interesting. Hmm. Um,
3: (sighs) Is there varicose veins as well? No. Okay. Okay.
2: Good. So are tell me a little bit about your kidney disease do you know what your creatinine is
8: yeah I w- watch it um, It's oh gosh I can't remember right now but let me see if I can get that it's, um, it kind of goes up and down but it's not real high it's maybe 1.5 or something like that okay One, um, but so I can it, hear it, the name of the kidney is, disease it's, oh, uh-huh. no go ahead Oh, uh, I'm looking here. It's um, something nephritis, acute tubular nephritis, acute tubular interstitial
2: nephritis. Okay. Well, it's not <laughs> acute anymore. It's a, it's a, it's now a chronic. Chronic. Wow. You know, chronic just acute means it it it's a sudden onset and it doesn't last a long time. Uh, oh. By the time it's lasted more more than a year, it is, by definition, chronic. <laughs> so, okay. okay, so we've got a and chronic y- kidney disease. Sure. Yeah, interstitial nephritis. All right. Um, so, what we're looking for with you is anything we can th- come up with that will increase blood flow and mm-hmm. enhance stem cell activity, so that you can try to to repair this. Um, mm-hmm. Couple of things I can think of. I'd if before I agreed to treat you, I'd want to run, I'd want to do a little literature search. Though, I want to, I, assuming that I was going to do something about you, I would try to uh, decrease the number of senescent cells you've got. Um, senescent cells inhibit healing and growth, and they inhibit the stem cells from doing their job to to, mm-hmm. to repair the damage and improve your kidney function. So mm-hmm. the question is, would I dare use dasatinib and quercetin on you or not? Uh, yeah. And I'm, the quercetin I know would be safe. The dasatinib I'm not sure about. I'd have to do a little research on dasatinib's uh, effect on kidney function. The other mm-hmm. thing that I that I would be more comfortable with would be rapamycin. Um. And if I could do both, I would. Because <laughs> the dasatinib is, yeah, is is the most effective way in the short term of decreasing fibrosis and causing uh, things to heal and repair. And the quercetin, or it's then the uh, rapamycin, is the best long-term solution we've got to have you not produce as many senescent cells. So... Okay. And we know that in, some, in several diseases in, involving fibrosis, uh, rapamycin has shown significant improvement, for instance, in people with Crohn's disease in the upper GI tract. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. um, those would be two things that I would want to take a, a hard look at. Rapamycin, mm-hmm. about 95% sure I'd be willing to treat you with that. And the other one is probably 50-50 until I get more literature search. But those are probably uh-huh. our will probably be our best bet to get you improved,
8: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's not crippling, but I along with other things that I have it just you know does make well part of the problem I have to wear orthotics and a, a tennis shoe, and I prefer mm-hmm. sandals because it's more comfortable for the neuropathy, but I have a bad tendonitis in one foot, and so I have to. Maybe that, because the constriction of the shoes, makes the pain and the the neuropathy worse. Yeah. So, see um.
2: decreasing all those inflammatory changes would be really important with you. So okay. I, you know, we'd be looking to get you on the most aggressive anti-inflammatory program we could. Um,
8: Got it. So. All right. That.
1: Is very helpful. You. Do you have time for one more question? Boy, we. You know what? If you are able to call our other show, which starts in about one and a half minutes, ask the producer. <laughs> He'll uh-huh. give you the number, and we can take that because we have to go in sixty seconds. Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Yep. All he right. will give it to you. Thank you so much, Susan. Thanks. All right. This has been Leading Edge Medicine, and we're glad you're in. Boy, we've had nonstop phone calls since the beginning of the show, so two hours. The doctors ah, can breathe for just a minute, take a sip of their tea and their coffee, and we're going to do this again here very soon. Thank you for joining us today. We will be back in the studio next week, and uh, if you need to get a hold of us or you have questions or you want to schedule that health analysis or maybe via or we were talking about that earlier. Or maybe the IV vitamin therapy. This is that number that you need to call uh, for any question. 866-86-YOUNG. That number is 866-86-YOUNG. You can also go to our website, lmclinic.com. Have a great rest of your weekend. We'll be back next week.